Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, Christine, I'm going to ask you two tough questions out of the gate. Okay. Okay. One, what happens when you die? And two, (laughs) what is the biggest goal in your life you've ever accomplished? Think about that for a second. Welcome to episode eight of BG Dunks 2018. This is a podcast that I started because I don't know if you've heard Christine. By the way, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm buying you some time before you answer those heavy duty (laughs) questions, right? So welcome. Our guest today is Christine Carson. She's on TV here in Kansas City, KCTV5. She does a lifestyle show called Better KC that's on Monday through Friday, 9 to 10. Uh We're going to talk to her all about that. But um, first, you probably haven't heard, Christine, I made a horrible mistake. I made a $1,000 bet that I could dunk a basketball in a year. Ooh. Not You're pretty ideal. tall, though. I'm, I'm, yes, but I'm not athletic, which <laughs> I'm finding out is more important. Um, so I, it was one of those things. It's a bucket list item for me. Uh, a dunking a basketball. Name a bucket list item for you. There's got to, you've got to have a few. See, that's right? hard Something for you've bucket list item. Always wanted to do. This is so lame, but being able to work in Chicago, where I grew up. That's a great one. Yeah. Right. That's a great one. Okay. So I always wanted to dunk a basketball, but never really had the, you know, the reason to dunk and okay. really go after it. So <laughs> I was running my mouth, $1,000, thinking nobody would take me up on it. Nikki did. So I have till October 2nd to dunk a basketball. And my update after a, a month and a half or whatever it's been is it's not going Not well. bad. Not good. I actually worked with somebody who that was his goal too. Really? Yeah, seriously. And, and he would practice his jumps like every single day. And? And now he can do it. Really? Yes, and he's shorter than you. Oh so I think, I don't how know. How old was he? I'm very old. I, uh, I think he's old. maybe like 30, 28, 29. Okay, well, he's got a few years on me, but you're yeah. saying he's shorter than me yeah. and he made it happen. I don't know how you practice jumps, though. Like, I don't know what that means. So listen, here's the thing. I am so, this is just <laughs> by sheer luck. A buddy of mine runs a physical, th- that sh- this shows you how bad of a scenario this is. I have a buddy of mine that has a physical therapy operation here in town. Okay. And um, he's like, oh, come in and we'll we'll work you out and we'll help you. <laughs> it's like he's normally working with injured people so that's how bad of a starting place Aww. I am. But I go over there it's over Metcalf and like a hundredth and something like that. It's okay. called Sports Spine Casey. Uh-huh. And I go in there and there's people rehabbing from like traffic accidents yeah and then there's me trying yeah. to dunk and they're doing blood flow restrictions on my thighs huh. so they put like i don't i don't know what they're doing it's painful but it's supposed to work wait it, this is a story in itself like yeah, i didn't know this was a thing yeah, at all it's bad Do blood you, flow restrictions <laughs> so here's what it is real quick it, you know when you go to the grocery store and they do the blood? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love that thing. Do you? Yes. I always hated it because I'm like, <laughs> it's not it. going to stop, right? <laughs> I and love I, it. I always imagine I would be stuck there. Um, <laughs> so they do that, but it goes on your thigh and uh-huh. it gets super tight and then you do squats. Huh. And so it's restricting the blood flow to your muscles so that they're starved for right. bl- I don't know huh. how it works. Right. Um, so I'm doing that. They, they, they're 
here's the thing. Wait, so you're doing all this and you still can't do it? Well, it's only been a month and a half. Slow down. (laughs) But no, but listen. So here's the thing. Here's what he told me. He goes, well, we have three things if this is going to happen. One, we have to increase your vertical and and strengthen your legs. Mm -hmm. Two, we need to get better mobility in your foot and ankle because Mm -hmm. it just doesn't have. Uh And he's like, and three, you need to lose some weight. What? And I was like, oh, man. Wait, you're so thin. Well, I don't, I don't Where are you going to lose weight? I don't know. That's what I thought. And then yesterday I'm f- asking them, um, one, of the, one of the physical therapists over there, I think her name was Kaylee, I was asking her about eating healthy. That has to be a part of it, too. I'm like, how bad do I want to dunk? I should just give up now. See, I don't think they're trying to make you dunk. I think they're just trying to make you like a better, healthier oh, version of yourself. Sounds awful. I just want to dunk. If Shaquille O'Neal can dunk, and he's weighs like what twice as I, you, but he's seven foot tall. Oh yeah, it's not going well, Christine. Step How stool. healthy do you eat? Um. So you're not vegan, obviously. No, 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 no. Um, I, I mean, I, I think I watch what I eat. Because so, you're on TV, which has to yeah. be. The, physical appearance thing has yeah. to be a whole headache yeah i mean people they're they're not lying to you 10 pounds you definitely gain with really? a camera and everybody I work with is so sticks like thin so maybe i do need a maybe i need to join your plan <laughs> no. do you want to dunk <laughs> is it like buy one get one free i'll come with <laughs> do you, you want to dunk because they no. can make it happen no. i think i hope so anyway there's the update that's kind of why i started this podcast about examining people uh, achieving goals yeah right yeah um and so I w- i'm glad you're here i'm going to talk to you about goals but mm-hmm. just in case anybody's listening for the update on the dunking thing it's not going well <laughs> uh, i'm saving up my money and i still have until october 2nd of next year it's not it really isn't it's not going well um christine what draws you to television um, I mean, were you in it initially to be like, I'm going to be a hardcore journalist or what? No. What's the draw? No. Do you think? So I was telling you earlier, I went to school for this, but this was literally like the last option. I was that third child of the family and the parents were like, are you going to graduate in four years? We're not paying anymore. <laughs> okay. So I was walking to class one day and it was really early because I worked at Starbucks before class and my friend was doing a live shot and I was like, that's kind of cool. Why not? I'll do it. Um, then there was this whole news thing that came yeah. along with it. And I was like, sure, I'll give it a try. I was in news for four years. Now I'm in lifestyle. I just like telling people stories and meeting people and I'm really creative. I'm project oriented. Oh, nice. So every day I like finish a project. Oh, you know, I can't walk away from something that's not done. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. So I like shooting video. I like editing video. I like adding sound effects and making things creative oh, cool. and fun. Basically, if you watch what I do and you smile, you laugh. Yeah. That's a win. That's awesome. That's yeah. Now, uh, this this is going to be all over the place. One, I want to go back to the physical thing real quick <laughs> because I just got my hair cut before we met up to record this, yes. right? Getting my hair cut gives me so much anxiety. Why? I imagine she... My breath smells, what? right? So I worry about that. Do you have makeup people... At the TV station, or do you have to do that yourself? I do it all myself. Do you? Yes. Hair? You don't have hair? You don't no. have like... Does it look like it's professional? Yeah, I guess. You have I, to say that. Yes. It looks <laughs> like you have a team. See, I was going to say that that side's a little off with your little line is, there. Right? Yeah, she oh, missed a spot. Sorry about that. This was expensive. Can you believe that? <laughs> I'm, it's just like so much anxiety. And so I was thinking, is this what a TV person has to go, go through every day? Huh. And, and... The other bad thing about the physical thing has to be, do you have trolls online? Yes. Like, I mean, that has yes. to be. 
So um, a headache, right? Yeah, you. Everyone's like, you get a thicker skin, and I'm still waiting for that to to step up and get into place. But yeah, it's it's tough. People will say, like, why is your hair like that? Or why like that shirt is horrible? Really? Or, yeah, I got more of it when I was on the news side of things. And when I say more of it, it's not like I got it all the time, sure. right? I, I think I can dress pretty yeah, well. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, but it stings, but right? Yeah, it's, it's kind of mean, right? Because I work really hard on my pieces. So when you're commenting on my looks, I'm like, did you watch what I what I just right. spent hours doing? Right? Will you replay that? See, that's you know. All- Oh, okay. Kind of stinks. So that's why when I got into radio, I'm like, oh, this is something where I don't have to worry about what I look like mm-hmm. and all that. And now with social media, that's make it. It's got to make tough. it worse on both sides, right? Yeah. I mean, because the trolls yeah. are easier to. It's easier for them to access you. Yeah. I mean, I guess you just have to think. We. I always say this to myself: is the people who are commenting the most and saying those mean things aren't the majority of your audience. They're that sure. select percentage, yeah. and so you just kind of have to take. When you're out and about and people say, I love watching that or I love yeah. that story or I really like you, you just have to, you know, channel that and, and move on. Let's talk about goals because that's kind of what this podcast is about. Okay. I really was like, I need to talk to some people to help me achieve some goals. Okay. Now, you mentioned eventually ending up in Chicago. Yeah. Can you talk about a goal in the past mm-hmm. that you're proud of achieving? The, is there something that comes to mind? I am really bad with goals. You like, you don't, you don't write. Some people are like, I yeah. like to write mine down and put them on the mirror. Yeah. I wish Who it was like that, that right? though. Me too. Um, but I, I'm not like that. But after you asked me that, I kind of took a step back to think, I guess being here is a goal. Yeah. I went to Mizzou. And so being from Chicago, most of my friends are either from St. Louis or Kansas city. Mm-hmm. So when you're leaving college, it's hard to think that you'd make it in this market and get right. pretty high up. And um, so the goal was always to get here. And so I don't appreciate it enough as I should, but yeah. I'm here. So that's awesome. That's a good. Now, yeah. you said you didn't you didn't necessarily map it out. Mm-mm. How do you achieve then goals? If you like if you were going to set a goal today, whatever, it would yeah. be, not dunking. Maybe, no, maybe I'll go out and dunk. <laughs> so what would you how would you do that? Would you just go? That's my end goal and I'm going to get there. Yeah. Or would you map it out or how would mm. you? I'm really competitive. Okay. I'm really competitive. So maybe that's why I don't think necessarily smaller step-by-step goals because I love what I do. And so every day I want to know how I can shoot this differently, how I can do that differently. So I think by doing that, I am taking steps to right. my goal. I don't know. I'm I'm the worst person to ask about goals. Like, <laughs> why like am it. I here? Thanks for that. How am I going to dunk? <laughs> Let me ask somebody else. No, but... So to me, though, it sounds like tiny, minute, uh-huh. tiny goals that are just constant versus writing a big yeah, yeah, end I think, goal, right? Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, improving every day and being mindful of that. Yeah, I think our business is really weird, though, right? Yeah. So when it comes to goals in our business, I when I left school, I'm like, I want to work in Chicago. I want to be on news in Chicago. Yeah. I want to work for, you know, one of the stations. And now as I'm going through the years of my life, I moved into lifestyle. So now I'm kind of like, where am I going to fit in in Chicago? Right. So I don't know. I feel like our business is always changing and we're always adapting with it, with our personalities and what we like, what we don't like. So yeah, I'm horrible at goals. Okay. Well, that makes two of us. No, it's fine. It makes two of us. The one thing I am noticing though is support system seems to be like if I didn't have my buddy, Drew, Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. no way. 
Yeah. Like I would have Googled it, how to improve. I might have been doing jumps. I wouldn't have blood flow restriction. You have like a whole team yeah, it's behind cool. you now. Right. And I also have my wife that's going to be very upset if I have to write a check for $1,000. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, it's stupid. Gosh. Anyway, <laughs> let me um, let me ask you about this. Okay. Um, so when you say you're a lifestyle reporter, uh-huh. you're on the lifestyle show. Yeah. You, I think you have to have one of the toughest jobs in TV because you you go someplace and not only are you asking somebody to be on camera with you, you have to control how yeah. you act and be focused on what you're doing. You also kind of a lot of times have to carry somebody through the interview. Mm-hmm. Plus you're on location. So the location changes every day. Yeah. It's got to be difficult. Tell me I'm wrong by saying it's very difficult. It can't, it can't be, it can't be difficult. Like pat yourself on the back. Yeah. Like, look at me. My job's yeah. so hard. <laughs> but I mean, I got to imagine like, it, because even just being on the radio to interview somebody, you kind of have to carry it to some yeah. degree, right? Yeah. Because people weird out totally. on camera. I had one time I was doing, this was when I was news and we were at a school and we were talking about these healthy lunches, you know, with all the government regulations sure. in place now, it all has sure. to be really healthy, not tasty stuff that yes. they have to eat these yes. days. So. I was standing there with her and we have a table of food and I'm like, okay, so talk to me a little bit about how things have changed. And she froze. And this was one where I couldn't even like, you know, make this stuff up because people you are watching yeah, and yeah. they're like, wait, my kid's eating that. Why? <laughs> like, I can't even lie. So, um, so that was, that was bad, but you grow and you learn. And I always sure. talk to everybody before I go there and really break it down to them. What's going to happen but yeah, sometimes, uh, I mean, it's gotta be yeah. because I, you know, we do some stuff around here and like, I want to see like what I look like and yeah. what my shot is like. And so more, I can't imagine also having to help somebody else walk through this very uncomfortable, yeah. unnatural situation. Here's the nice thing about it. Yes. When you tell people that it's live, it's so much better than if it's recorded because if it's recorded, they'll stop and say, can I just, can I just do that yeah. again? And they're so much more critical of themselves. If it's live, they know there's no going back. And so they kind of just let it go. And normally at the end of it, they're happy with it. Okay. Um, So I've had some interesting ones. Mostly it's good. But I always, my key is asking them what they want to talk about. What are their main points they're going to touch on? Or I ask them a lot about their business. So that way if they stall or they get nervous, I can say, well, they've only been open for three months and they have this. And so it can kind of calm them down. Oh, so you know ahead of time. Exactly. So you kind of have their answers in mind just in case you need to throw them a lifeline. Exactly. That's okay. Now I saw you, was it yesterday, the day before at the popcorn place? Mm -hmm. Um, So So what has been your favorite? Because you've been in town 10 months, you said. Yeah. What has been your favorite on location? Uh, what is it called? Segment? So what is your favorite? Many. I mean, you've had, hmm. what were we talking about the one day? The waffle restaurant? There, Yes, there is that um, waffle bar. Yes. In the in plaza. The West, oh, in the plaza. Yeah, I where you can go yet. and get like a waffle and put ice cream in it. Oh my God. It's brilliant. Or I do really a lot. I can't just pick one. I'm working on a piece right now that's airing the day before Thanksgiving. And it is, I went to Go Ape. It's like an adventure course in oh, Swope cool. Park. Have oh, you yeah, ever been yeah. there? I've heard of it, but no. Yes. So fun. And we shot this thing with a GoPro and an iPhone. That's it. Wow. By myself. Like yeah. I literally went there by myself. iPhone, GoPro, and we shot this thing. Wow. It's going to be awesome. And um, you're editing all that? Yeah. And you're doing, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. 
Um, That's cool. But I did like foot golf. Have you ever heard of foot golf? Yes, I think. You play golf, but it's with a soccer ball. Oh, weird. Really hard. Okay. Um, That's awesome. I mean, I got to think, too, you've been in town 10 months, but you probably know more about this city than most people, right? As Just long because... as I don't have to drive there. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, I'm horrible at driving. Really? So, yeah. so you jump in the van with the camera guy? Exactly, yeah. And you get on Twitter? Yeah. And then he drives you, look <laughs> up, and we're here now? Exactly, That's yeah, awesome. yeah. Okay, let me ask you about this. I want to try to make this apolitical, but I got to throw this out at you. Uh Fake news. Okay. Right now, I know you're a lifestyle person right now, but obviously you have a degree in journalism. Mm -hmm. And I was in news for four years. You were in news for four years. So when you hear that term, what do you think, just I guess for lack of a better term, what is it? How does it make you feel as an industry insider, for lack of a better term? I get really upset with it. Right. Because right now it's kind of a joke. Right. People yeah, use it as yeah. a joke, like, oh, fake news. Right. But to me, what I do isn't fake. And what I do is I feel legitimate and right. I try to do it right. Um, I think that news is really tough because people are very critical of it. But the news operates on what you want, you know. So Meaning. people always say, you know, why are you on that f- crash? Why are you following this homicide? But if we weren't covering it you would ask about it. If you didn't ask about it, we wouldn't cover it. And I think you make a good point because on some level, you know, the audience is on some level at fault. Mm -hmm. If you want to even call it fault, because we get the same thing on a music station. Why do you play Taylor Swift when there's so much? Well, it's because that's what people listen to. Yeah. I always tell people whenever they say, why can't you cover fun stuff? And this was really fun when I was in news because I did a lot of fun stories and a lot of community oriented stories. So when people would come up to me and say, why don't you guys ever do fun news? I'd say, do you watch the morning show between, you know, this time and that time? Because that's all I do. And I also say to them, if you look on our most visited stories, Mine isn't ever at the top. It's, it's not the what fun you stuff. want. Exactly. Right. So in terms of fake news, I think that there are good reporters. I think there are bad reporters. I think there are good people and bad people in every pers- profession. Um, but I think ultimately people are out there. I hope I like to think to supply the public with this knowledge. And I think the problem with social media, too, is that a lot of people don't take the time to watch a story fully or read it fully and they automatically jump because of their bias themselves to believing something you're saying is either fake or, you know, I don't know, not real. And so I I don't know. I don't like the term fake news because what I try to do is, is real every day. Well, not only that, but I think that's muddying up the term when you say fake news And then so much of what we see on a 24-hour news network is actually opinion. Mm -hmm. It's not news. So you're confusing opinion pieces and political, uh, not even journalism, but political commentary with news. So you have journalists that are doing stories and then you have opinion, Mm -hmm. right, commentary. And when you label that news, whether Mm -hmm. it's fake or real, a commentary is not news. Yeah. And so I think when you when people start using the term fake news, it shouldn't be fake news. It's your bad opinion. Yeah. And I think what's really tough, too, is everyone watches, you know, NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, whatever it is on a national level. A lot of times I have no control over what national does. And it's obvious that 
each one leans a certain way. You sure. cannot deny that. And sure. I won't deny that. Sure. But being in local TV, you know, that plays a role in picking what stations you go to and what stations you don't, because you learn how they're operated. You learn if they're into sensationalizing news. Right. You learn if they, you know, I don't know, go a certain way, which yeah. as a journalist, you don't yeah. want. Right. So it, it's up to you to do your research as well to decide which place fits for you. So there's going to be bias everywhere, unfortunately. Do you feel like, though, and maybe I'm wrong here, please, do you feel like, let's take the national networks, all mm-hmm. of them, NBC, CBS, Fox, ABC, when we're talking about the main channels, mm-hmm. do you feel like those primetime 10 p.m., not 10 p.m., but like the, what would it be? It'd be like the 530, mm-hmm. yeah. right, in the 630 news. Mm-hmm. I think they are much less biased than what you're going to get on the cable networks to a large degree, just due to lack of content, right? And time they're trying to fill. Yeah. Or do you f- right? I mean, don't you feel like they're going to be a- just because you can't sensationalize as much? Yeah, I think that, yeah. So you're saying like at the network level, they sensationalize less or more? Less. Less. And maybe I'm, uh, they commentate or are biased less. Maybe not sensationalize less. And yeah. again, because it's just... To some degree, to a large degree, maybe. Yeah. It's just a report and a story. Yeah. Now, yes, you can sensationalize it and you can massage it, but uh-huh. the longest story on any of them, you know, the nightly news, Tom Brokaw whoever it is, uh-huh. is only going to be two minutes at most. I think it comes down to their decision making with the stories they throw in their newscast. Interesting. So they have a 30 minute window to fill. And when you take out the weather and you take out the commercials and all that, it really kind of comes down to less than 10 minutes, to be honest. Right, right. So they have somebody behind the scenes saying, we're going to run this, we're not going to run this, we're going to run this. And that's where that kind of bias can come into. What they're choosing to ignore. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. put up front that's yeah. interesting because i was just listening to something it's called oh there was a term that i just heard on a podcast much better than this one with people <laughs> much smarter than me but it, it was something about the um hierarchy of choice and decision making and so the the it was something to the effect of what you choose to put maybe above the fold on a website mm-hmm. and they're they're injecting their bias that way uh-huh. right and, and not even political if it's a health site mm-hmm. they're interjecting based on where they put yeah, it yeah and and how they design that i hate to say it but as much as we don't want to say it, news is a business. Right, right. Um, and so if we have somebody come in and say, I'm going to pay you $10,000 right. to have my ad at the top of right. your Facebook banner, yeah. you're going to say, okay. Right. <laughs> you know, right. So it is a business. It's, it's hard. You know, yes. you have to, you definitely have to balance that. For me, being on a lifestyle show is completely different than right. anything I ever did because right. I'm very sales oriented now. Yeah. And when I took this position, they said, how do you feel about doing that? And I said, I'm taking a position where I know it's going to be salesy. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Now, if I was in news and you asked me to do it, I would have an issue. Right. But right now with my careers and what I'm doing, I'm I'm able to separate them. Yeah. Um, so, well, yeah. It, because yeah, it's back tough. in the day, if I'm not mistaken, the news division for a network was essentially a net loss. That they were like, this is a service we're going to mm-hmm. provide. Yeah. And now, again, when you have cable channels that have to fill that up all mm-hmm. the time and then they just do the content yeah i it, the term what i'm trying to say as a journalist uh I, the the term fake news bothers me because i yeah. feel like it's too dismissive 
of I think it's just what too, happens. Yeah, I think it's just too easy for everybody to say. Right. You know, and I think that it's, you're a journalist, fake news. Right. You know, and I'm just right. kind of like, that's not fair. Right, right, you know? right. And yeah, be, and it is work to be informed. Right these yeah. days, yeah, it's it, work. it is because it's work. It's so easy on Twitter to read yeah. something that is now how many characters? Do right, two eighty, um, which is way too many. Right, that is a conversation. Because right. I don't want to read a whole two eighty. <laughs> I know, so it's it's hard. You know, I am one of those where I like to watch TV. I like to be on my phone at the same time. If I'm not doing that, I feel like I'm not doing anything. So I'm guilty of skimming through things fast and not reading it. But yeah, that's our society. So. Right. I mean, it is the the business is yeah. changing rapidly. Yeah. I don't know. I believe in journalism. I believe in news. Yeah. I think it's important, and I respect it. And and I I just think it's in a weird spot right now. I think just think about what you want to see and what you're not seeing, and then start standing up and demanding for more of that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's a cycle. It's the viewers are demanding this, and they're paying for something. We have to cater to them, right? And so if you're gonna say. No longer do I want to hear about X, Y, or Z. Right. You know, get enough people to be there with you, and you may be able to make a change. But well, until that point, we all stare at, at accidents and, and things that are well, going on. But the thing is, I think you make a good point because I now subscribe to two or three, but it, you know, online um, outlets that I choose to support, but very little five dollars a month, mm-hmm. ten dollars a month. Mm-hmm. But I put them where I want, and like you said, that's supporting what I want to see more of, yeah, wherever it may be. Yeah, okay. I did that get heavy? I didn't mean for it to get heavy. No, do you want I'm, to talk about I'm very honest about how it. worried I am about my breath at the haircut place? <laughs> I want I'm to just, talk about this death question. I like that. Oh, from the yeah, beginning. okay. So I was listening to again another podcast, much better than this, with people much smarter than me, <laughs> and the guy runs a he started a Zen hospice. Zen hospice. So it was very focused on being aware of where you are in relation to, you know, Aww. your illness and your, you know, because a lot of times he even said, he said he was in the industry before he started it. And he felt like too often we were medicating the hospice patients mm. to benefit the caretakers more than even the patients interesting because they were around it and it was kind of sad and depressing so they were pumping them full of medicine so that the caretakers didn't feel as bad about it makes me so sad i know so this guy he does a zen or created a zen um a zen hospice care where it was more about you know being aware and mindful of the process Uh and and then he just released a book i I wish i could remember all this but (laughs) released a book about what he learned from working in hospice Uh and what his takeaways were Um, so what happens when you die? You're, you're going to take that one on? Please do. I am so weird about this. Are you ready oh, for it? Yes, I have like please. a theory. Go. Um, people are going to think I'm crazy. So I think truly. Uh-oh. So do you ever have deja vu? Yes. Where you're like, wait, I've been there before. Yes. I have deja vu all the time. Okay. And I feel like it's me living my life before me. Whoa. Is that weird? Yes. It is. Okay. Cause I think deja vu lets you know that you're kind of on a right track for something. Let like me if ha- you have deja vu, it's like check mark, like got there. Oh, you know, like you're on the right path. Exactly. It's like a yeah. mile marker. Exactly. Okay, and I that's think very weird. so many different paths. That's very weird. It sounds is? ridiculous. Let me Dang ask you it. this though. I have it all the time. Okay. When it's happening to you, uh-huh. what do you do? Like, I do you try to like, you try to dive into it and go, what's going to happen next? That's what it goes on in my head. Well, oh, this is weird. What happens next? And try to see if I can 
Because to me, it almost feels more like a memory versus a foreshadowing. What am I doing here? I don't know what I'm talking about. But like, so when it's happening to you, what do you, what do you do? Okay, you become aware of it. Yeah. So I stop and I say, "Oh my gosh, I'm having deja vu." And then yes. normally the person looks at me like, "Okay." Yes. Yes. But I feel like the majority of my deja vu happens like months down the road. I don't feel like it's thing that it's things that I've been to because I well maybe that's so I would get wait, like, now for I'm all me, confused about my deja vu. <laughs> so me deja vu would be like oh I've been here before I've done uh-huh. this. this yeah, re- yeah yeah feels we- yeah very familiar yeah and then I try to go oh what's who's gonna walk in the door next mm-hmm. to see if like I can okay yes I do do that right yeah yeah so you you like yeah how okay since you're into deja vu how long does it last for you typically <laughs> very it- quick very quick. Like moments. I want it to last longer. Right? Yeah. I do too. But yeah. then I also get weird about it because then I'm like, but that doesn't, so what happens when you die? How does deja vu, like you have to do it over again? Okay. So I also okay. have this theory oh. that dip, you get, I feel like you get great. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you get graded on if you're a good person or a bad person. And then if you're a good person, you come back. Hopefully, because I love your Twitter bio as like the real housewives of Orange County and you're living in this mad house with a bunch of money. Or if you're bad, you may, you know, you have a worse life than you did before. Okay, let me ask you this. If I'm not mistaken, that wouldn't work out math wise. Why? Because there's more people on the face of the earth than there ever has before. Okay, don't ask questions to okay. my theory. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, it just happens. I didn't mean to bring math into your... Um. But no, I don't know. I, I feel like that. I feel like there's a reason why you connect to certain people versus yeah. others. Okay. Or it's like you feel like you've met them before. Yes. I feel like you have. <sighs> I hate the thought of that. Death makes me very sad. Yeah, me too. So I like to think that this is what happens because I can't wait to figure out what, well, I mean, I can wait, but right. when I get to that point, <laughs> I can't wait to figure out who I come back next. See, that, the fact that there you think there's a grading scale, that worries me. Really? Yes, <laughs> because I feel like I'm a big pile of wasted potential, right? I've been so what? lucky. No, I've been so lucky in life, like just by the sheer time I was born and the place I was mm-hmm. born. And I've been so lucky. Like I haven't had tragedies. I've yeah. been health wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, the guy I had on the podcast two episodes ago, um, was I, under 35 and lost a leg to cancer. Wow. I haven't, you know, the guy before that, we talked to a guy named Wesley Hamilton and he, um, had an injury, was paralyzed from the waist down and is now, uh, a, um, a bodybuilder wow. in a wheelchair. Wow. He's on Instagram doing pull-ups with the chair connected to him and here i am i can't do a pull-up i know and he has the chair connected wow and so i hate the thought of a grading scale because and who was i last (laughs) time that i ended up here (laughs) you know what i mean like what i don't know man i don't know i don't know and how much of okay i thought we were getting heavy with the fake news how much of the fact I mean, I, I feel like that's best case scenario. I'm totally stressing you out isn't, now, aren't I? Yes. <laughs> isn't Darn that it. best case scenario? Isn't that, aren't we all living like, oh, good, I'll be a nice person and then I'll come back richer next time when there's only, you know, 90 Eight percent of the world is 
much worse off than us. True. And probably like 60% of the world doesn't have access to clean water or the internet. So all those people were that bad? I don't really like that you're bringing okay. real statistics into <laughs> okay, this because sorry. I haven't like right. investigated further. I mean, I because I worry that a lot of us um, operate in this, oh, after I'm dead, mm-hmm. everything will get better and improve. And yeah. what that does is diminish how we live in the now. Yeah. Because, oh, it'll all be better later mm-hmm. or I don't, you know, and I worry that we don't value uh, the brevity of the gift we've been given. Yeah. Because if, if there is, let's just say, obviously I don't know, but let's say it's just. I haven't been there. Right. <laughs> not, or have I? Uh, yeah. Deja vu. Deja vu. No, no deja vu. So evidently I'm doing it wrong right now. But if it, if there's just nothing at the end, why are we talking about this? If there's just nothing at the end, I mean, you know, think about, you know, how many dumb things I get mad I about in a given yeah. week. Like if if it just if the lights go out and it's just over, I've spent the last 45 minutes worried about my breath at the hair salon. You know what I mean? And what a waste of time that was. And so I feel like the deja vu or the we come back thing is such um it has a negative impact on how we live day to day because you're like, oh, it'll be fine. I'll get another yeah. shot. Why be nice? Right? I guess I just don't ever live like that. Right. I mean, I I don't at least. Really? You don't like? I I try to live for today or live my life. I do have to kind of check myself every once in a while. Sure. It's it's America. How can you not? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I I guess I never walk around thinking where I go next will be better than here. Yeah. And I know that's probably a very bad, like, Catholic of me. Yes. (laughs) So you think if there is... If you there is a scorecard, you think you're scoring well right now. Um, I, I'm the third daughter. Okay, okay? so that- I've I've had some feisty past of my own, but my grading like my grading system is very loose. Like okay. it's not very like mark mark mark. Okay. I don't know. See just now, in now general, I'm just rethinking all of my thoughts. Good it, that type of thing. Was your intentions good? Were you generally nice? Yeah, that yeah. type of thing. It's not like a. Well, on this day, you had an 87%. And exactly. On that, it's not like a math test. No. It's a general. Yes. Attaboy. Yeah. I you think tried. It, yeah. I think at the end of your life, you kind of take a look back and because each individual person and what their goals are, what they want to be is so unique to them that I feel like there's no real way to grade that. Sure. And so if you at the end of your life look back and say, I did as much good or I was that person that I wanted to be, then... I don't, I don't know. My whole theory is now out the window. Thanks to you. (laughs) No, I don't know the answer. Listen, no, I, I think you're right. I wish I had more (laughs) of that attitude because I think I'm going to live on my deathbed going, why did I, why did I spend so much time raking leaves when there were people I could have been helping or like, why didn't I give more effort on the dunk bet? I should have been working out three times a day, so not three times a week. Why aren't you? I don't know. You have time to change. You're not oh. old. You have time to change what this. A headache. And you have to rake leaves because fall. You have to I, you love really do. fall. It's a headache. It's, it's a basic thing you have to do, but I you know. have to be basic sometimes. Well, <laughs> that's the other thing. I'm like, <laughs> should I just be paying for that? Like, should I, should I spend money and have somebody do my yard? This is what keeps me up at night. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, you don't have to go to the gym if you rake leaves. 
That's true. I need to get my steps in. My Fitbit is calling. Um, so <laughs> that was really weird. Um, that was I, because I do. I don't know what happens and it weirds me out. Well, I came in really excited to explain my theory and I'm walking away so confused. <laughs> no, and I don't. I, see. Now all your listeners are going to think I'm crazy and never watch my show. No, we're we're probably both. Here's the thing. Take some solace in the fact that we're probably both very wrong. <laughs> so, True. So there's that as well. Yeah. Um, all right. You've been in Kansas City 10 months. Let's wrap this up and talk about the city. How you like you? You went to Mizzou. Uh-huh. You like Kansas City? I do like Kansas City. I am from Chicago, so my city is a little bit different than Kansas City. Sure. But what I love that is the same is even in Chicago, we have these almost little towns, if you will. I'm going to call like the crossroads, like a town is what I'm kind of saying. You know what I mean? They're broken up in little parts. And I love the camaraderie and love for those different parts and that they're all unique. And so that's something Chicago has. So I love that it's here too. That's the cool. So I have a buddy at Nash uh, from Nashville and he said, the weird thing is in Kansas city, if you live out where I do way out South, you Mm -hmm. still say I'm from Kansas city. Mm -hmm. He's like in Nashville, you only say you're from Nashville. If you live in this like 10 mile radius. Uh And that's, what's cool about Kansas city is you can say, Oh, I'm from Raytown, but you're still from Kansas city. Right. Or I live in Roland park. But I'm still a Kansas Cityan. Yeah. Right? Is yeah. Chicago that way? No. So there is definitely like Chicago you're City from the limits. East side or you're yes, from. Yes, exactly. Well, East, you'd be living in Lake Michigan. So oh, no okay. one's from the East <laughs> side. Um, but West side, right. I'm from the West, West side. side. So yeah. the n- conversation normally starts, oh, hey, where are you from? And I'm like, Chicago. And they're like, oh, cool. Like actually the city. And I would stop and say, do you know Chicago? Have you right. been there? And they're like, yeah, I live in Naperville. And I'm like, oh, I'm from River Forest. Right. Then you understand. But okay. most people have no idea. Well, we're glad to have you. I think you do Thanks. a great job on Better KC. It's on Monday through Friday, 9 to 10. Yes. And um, give me all your social handles where we can find you. Gosh, I should look that up, shouldn't really? I? It's, no, it's oh. at Christine K TV. That's where you can find me. Christine so on, KTV. Yep, yep. Twitter. Double check that. Instagram, the whole thing. By the way, so um, you're significant. And other and I know each other mm-hmm. um, a little bit. Um, some questions when I was doing my research uh, from his angle are, um, did you meet him on Twitter? We did. And he will tell you a completely different story. Really? Yes. So he's on radio. Yes. And I was on TV in South Bend. Yes. And he likes to pretend that he didn't kind of stalk me a little bit on Twitter. Sure. But he did. (laughs) And his whole opening thing was his co-host at the time, his name was Rick. And so he goes, hey, you and Rick should date. Wow. Yeah. And I responded back saying, "Uh, and why is that? And he didn't get the answer he was looking for, which was me saying, I'm either in a relationship or I'm not. I ended up being in a relationship. What? So Dave and I were friends for like six months. Wow. Before we actually started dating. So um, I still have the Twitter messages and I'm not really? going to delete them. Yes, because he puts up a fight. He what's lies his, about this. What's his angle? What does he say? What's his side? He is always just kind of like, oh, she would always tweet into my show and blah, nice. blah, blah. And, and then we started hanging out and couldn't get her like to leave me alone and i'm like dave i didn't even want to date you and here we are <laughs> right now we're in kansas city together. <laughs> now we're like yeah here we are hey, i'm a fan of his for sure now i asked him for some dirt on you <gasps> you did and he gave me some oh you're lying would you like to guess 
what he said. Oh. And I'll give you a hint. He said it was a, a odd habit you have around habit. the house. Would you like to take a guess? Here's the problem is okay. Dave is Irish, and so yes. he's very blunt, so this scares me. Okay. Um, a weird habit around it's, the house? Yes. I guess we'll say around the house. Um, it involves your dogs. My dogs. What would he say about your... He said he you let the dog lick your lips. No. That's what he said. <laughs> that's what he said. Now, would you like to dispute? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Would you like, <laughs> what kind of dogs are they? Oh, Or is Dave. there more than one? <laughs> He's used to the couch, and he will be for the a while house, longer. I think. Oh, the dog yes. house would be appropriate. Yes. Um, so we have a, oh, he's, he's, uh, David, James. So we have a Weimariner pit mix and I'm going to say pit bull mix because I am a huge pit bull fan. Wow. I love them. Wow. And she is the sweetest dog you will ever meet. I hear that from pit bull owners. Yes. And they have such a bad name. So stop it. Okay. Um, the other is a plot hound. Plot hound. P-L-O-T-T. And I okay. actually rescued her when I was in Mizzou. And she's a brown brindle hound. And I guess they're native to Tennessee. Okay. I did all this research because okay. when you're in college and you think it's a good idea to get a dog, yeah, you not, don't do research yeah. and you think everyone is like that house dog that your mom spent hours training and you yeah. never saw it. So she runs away a lot if I don't oh, keep no. her on a leash. That's what hounds do, I guess. No, she's with me now. She's fine. But... I just was expecting my lab to stay yeah. next to me, and they don't do that. You should find out about the, invis- the Invisible Fence Company, uh, hashtag ad. I have, um, to, uh, I have to get a yard first, so oh, there's yeah, that. that would probably but the help. plot hound is more feisty than the pit bull mixes, and I do not let them lick my lips or anything like you that. You don't kiss your dogs. I kiss my dogs, but what he's referring to is one time. <laughs> it was one time, and... One time? Yes. One time? I just... <laughs> I, <laughs> so give us I think if turnabout is only fair play would you like to give us a weird fact about him Ooh. now that he has evidently made something up about you a weird fact um, besides I mean, the fact that he's Irish I mean he's legit Irish right yeah, he's, yeah. it's not just a nickname no he's he's only been here for like three years his wow. whole family still lives in Dublin have you been yeah, we went, um, not this past August, August before. Is it amazing? Yeah. Oh, it's so pretty. It's gorgeous. You my have to go. My family's Irish. Really? Yeah, you have yeah, to go. Yeah. Um, and my mom's side is pretty hardcore Irish. But um, do you have something you'd like to share about him while... Oh, yes, I do. Okay, good. Yep, I there do. Uh-oh. Um, Dave yes. loves picking his nose. No! You're just making I'm that up. I'm not lying to you. He loves it. And I feel I do not feel guilty about saying this because I've tried to break this habit. And I actually heard oh about this gosh. when we weren't even dating on the radio in South Bend. Like his co-host would talk yeah, about it? Not even talk about it, but I think someone actually like called in or wrote in saying they saw him picking his nose. No. I'm not kidding. And Dave actually came out and said, yeah, I love picking my no. nose. I'm not kidding. And so now that we're dating, we'll literally, and it's only when he's driving. It's only when he's driving. So what does he, does he have like a stash of <laughs> like Kleenex or something? Like, what does he do? That's a great you, question. Like, how does he prepare? <laughs> he or, I mean, listen, in all honesty, I can't deny that there is some sort of, you know, hitting the jackpot satisfaction 
involved when you have to do it, but I don't like it. It's like a necessarily e- necessary evil for me. I think it's like just a habit. Like I don't usually see anything come out, but it's just kind of like a pastime. And I'm like, please stop. This is disgusting. Like people are next to you. They see like, stop, please stop. You know what? For Christmas, you should hook him up with some tinted windows and like go and get a tinted window joint. That's, right? a, that's a good idea. Right? Isn't that I gross? Is it? How weird is it that we went from what happens after you die to habitual nose picking? I think that's it's pretty been, normal. Really? Yeah, it's been to be honest. Weird. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. So nice to meet you. Welcome Thanks to Kansas City. Me. Obviously, you went to Mizzou, so it's not like you're from Ireland or something weird. <laughs> But but it's awesome. Um, Again, I encourage everybody to follow Christine on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Are you all everything? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, you can just search it. Christine KTV. And um, since we've kind of um, put some dirt out about Dave, what about your co-host on uh, Better KC? Is she technically your co-host? Alexis, right? Yeah, Alexis Delsid. Is she cool? She seems cool. Yes, she's so nice. She She seriously is so nice. Really? Yeah, Ah. she is kind of like that sister. Like, I remember when I went to interview over there and... um, she, we didn't really get to talk that much, yeah. but she came up and just gave me a huge hug oh. and was like, we're so happy you're here. And, and that's just the type of person she is. She's so nice. She's so funny. Yeah. She is she so seems like witty. It. She seems like it. All of her jokes, she writes herself really? for when she's on TV. It's, oh. it's really funny. And, um, yeah, she's like the girl next door. She's like your, your sister, your best friend. You just gel really well. That's it's awesome. It's easy. Yeah. Okay, good. Better case C is on uh, Monday through Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Do you guys do a weekend edition? 9 to 10. No, we don't. We That's kind of nice, we get right? Sleep. You get the weekend off? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Um, find it, KCTV5. Is there a specific URL on the website, too? Or you is can it just, just go to... Yeah, just go to kctv5.com, and then there's a better tab that you can click on, and then we have all of our videos there. That's awesome. All right. Make sure... Dave knows that I was had nothing to do with the nose picking thing. But which one's worse, nose picking or letting your dog give you kisses? Ooh, ooh. Let's talk about what happens after you die. Really good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't. That's a great question. Uh, we'll save for next time. Which one's worse? I don't know. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. It was an, a pure pleasure. Uh, BG Dunks. Uh, 2018 is the podcast on iTunes, 997thepoint.com. You can find me on all my social stuff, Brady Goodman Radio on Instagram, which I'm using more because I'm supposed to, and uh, Brady Goodman on Twitter, Brady Goodman Radio on Facebook, and we will uh, be here next episode, I hope. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.